What really gets in our way of having the courage and confidence to pursue something? Are there any actionable steps that we can do to boost our confidence? And also, what mindset shifts can we make to build our courage? Hello, supers! As promised, I am sharing another session from Paano Ba Live, Volume 11, that happened last December. So basically, it's a live version of Paano Ba And this was an intimate gathering of 12 supers where I invited guest speakers. And for this episode, I'm sharing with you the fireside chat that I had with psychologist and executive director of Circle of Hope community, Dr. Joanna Herrera. And I love, love, love this conversation. And I'm so happy that I'm able to share it with more of you supers. So I hope you enjoy it as well. This is Paano Ba to the Podcast, a Spotify exclusive produced by me, Bianca Gonzalez, and Anima Podcasts. And yeah, I would love to hear what you think about this episode. Think of it as a sort of 2023 mindset setting episode. Let's get right to it. For those of you who watch Paano Ba to, you might be familiar with our next guest. And this day is actually so special because I've had her on Paano Ba to several times. Uh, I think two already. I had a topic na parang how to thrive in crisis and I had a topic shortly after that. And um, we actually met in the pandemic. So my special guest is someone I met virtually in 2020. Ano kami, guests kami sa isang panel. And you know when you meet someone, parang magaan ka agad mo. So this is how I felt with this person. And so I invited, paano ba to? And then so on. And this today is actually the first time we ever meet in person. Yes. Kaya super special ito. And I know I've shared this on the podcast as well. She's someone close to my heart. I got the gut close to my heart. Uh -huh. So yeah, I'd like you to meet, of course, Dr. Joanna Herrera. Hi, Doc. This is your mic. Hi, everyone. So intimate setting lang nito. Oh, Cindy, nakikilala ka from the ano, episode. Oh, you recognize her. Okay, courage and confidence is our theme for today. Something we're all trying to build for for next year. I guess from a psych point of view, from a psycho from a psychology point of view, what are the things that get in our way back um, in building our own courage and confidence? Yeah, actually, I was listening to Chrissy's talk a while ago, and I was a lot of it really uh, resonates with what I'm gonna share. So one of the things that came to my mind about this was early experiences. Uh -oh. the, the, the earliest seeds of confidence because they come from our early childhood experiences. You know, the people we come to know, um, our parents, our teachers, siblings, they're the first people who cultivate our confidence. So, important that we're able to have experiences that make us feel we're trusted, that when we take risks, when we're exploring, the first time we walk, the first time we run, that we are supported and that we are made to feel it's okay to take risks, it's okay if we fall, it's okay if we make mistakes. We are secure, we are safe. So yun yung mga seeds of experiences that our brain actually accumulates to, you know, to build that inner sense of that inner working model that we are safe in this world and we are capable. Yeah. So starts from very early, 
if we have felt supported, encouraged growing up. So I guess my next necessary question is not all of us have that support, encouragement growing up. Minsan pa parang those around us are the ones who parang put us down. But now that we are fully developed adults, sana. Um, can we do that for ourselves? Like, how do we... If we didn't have that growing up, kumbaga, paano ba to? Paano ngayon? Excellent question. Yung early experiences natin, they can be a blueprint. No? Pero the blueprint doesn't mean it's set. But we can always change the blueprint. And what we've been learning about the brain these past decades is there's this thing that we call neuroplasticity. So, ibig sabihin, even if we have early experiences that have shaped our brain a certain way, we can always change it. And it's modifiable throughout the lifespan. So, the important thing is awareness. Because awareness makes us realize when we are living on autopilot mode. So autopilot is, we're not aware that the messages that we internalized, that we absorb, become our way of living. We're not conscious of it. So we just, you know, we unconsciously live it out. And we live as a matter of reaction lang. Awareness allows us to awaken to the default mode. And, um, you know, it gives us options. Now, there's a different way I could live my life. There are different choices. And I guess, parang, that's where your close circle comes in. Like, you see, oh, iba yung pagpapalaki niya, or iba yung, di, di ba we all have that friend who's like so confident, na parang, paano, bakit, saan, no? O, parang, paano nangyari yun? And that sort of, I guess, models for us, how, the, what you were saying, na parang, mayroon palang ibang way of how to do things rather than by default. Exactly, yeah. We, we see it in others. Sometimes we even see it in stories, in movies, in fiction. Something triggers our awakening. And it can happen at different points in our lives. You know, I'm turning 50 next month, but this year... Ay, di mo ka. Ang daming may ano ha? Secret to youth dito ha? 36? Oldie, di mo kang 36. Oo, True. Yeah, Pero so, parang magigising ka pa rin, no? Yeah. Parang, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to one part of our theme, which is confidence. And I feel like even the most seemingly confident people still have days that, wow, talaga. Ang hirap. Hindi mo alam kung saan huhugutin. So I guess for everyone here, are there some actionable steps we can do to build confidence slowly? Confidence is something that we practice, right? So, so it's really important to, to practice and, and prepare. You know, I'm thinking your husband plays basketball, he's a professional athlete. I'm sure that confident shot in a game doesn't come spontaneously or randomly. That one shot behind that would be hundreds and thousands of shots that he practiced outside of the game. So it's also really important that we dedicate ourselves to practicing whatever it is we need to build confidence on, whether it's our work, interest, a hobby, or even things like speaking up for ourselves, having hard conversations, standing up for self-respect. Those are things that we need to practice. This is my problem. Complaining about an order, yung parang kung may mali sa order mo, or like, may gusto ka just, ay, 
<laughs> so you mean little things like that. But if you start with the little things, hopefully it will build up to the the bigger things. But sometimes it comes from listening to ourselves first. Eh? Parang learning to listen and pause. How am I feeling about this? So we can validate if we're not feeling okay about something. Um, I, I think it's hard to act wisely when we're not pausing and being mindful of what am I really experiencing? And it's important that we're able to validate that, check the facts on our fears. Am I, am I acting on hidden assumptions that are reinforcing my fears, but it's not really matching up with reality? There's really not enough evidence to support this assumption. And sometimes we need to practice Avoiding avoidance, because <laughs> sometimes we learn to avoid. We have our own avoidance. Strategies. It's a default. It's a default. Okay. Avoiding avoidance. Okay. How do we do that? When we are afraid of something, let's say I'm afraid of speaking up about something that's been feeling so unfair or unjust for me. Listen and pause. Why am I feeling this way? What's making me feel this way? What's my hidden assumption? What, what's blocking me from speaking up? Is it because, you know, I have some feelings that I don't deserve better, that they're not going to listen anyway? So if I can check the facts on that and I feel like, no, this is the wise thing to do is to stand up for myself. I need this in order to grow. Then the avoid avoidance would be, I'm going to take a step. <laughs> and maybe the first step might not be talking to the person right away, it could mean rehearsing, it could mean talking to a friend who is supportive and safe so that you can practice that conversation. This is like not in my list of questions that I've asked you, but on social media, which most everyone is on, parang sometimes doon confident tayo, pero pag in person na, parang, parang iba na. Why? That is very interesting. Maybe the... Kasi naka-relate sila. Yung parang online, you can say what you want, ganyan. Pero pag in person na parang, di na lang, salamat. Yes, yes. Maybe there are two sides to that. In a way, there's a sense of hiddenness that allows us to experiment and to take risks more. Um, which can be a good thing. But sometimes, we end up saying things that are a bit that can be harsh or hostile. So it's something that we also need to check so that it doesn't end up being hurtful yeah, to others. Yeah. Meaning not everything naman we're confident to say, not in person, is something that we should say in person. Right. So confidence also comes from connecting with our wise self. So the wise self is, how do I feel about this? But you know, also going through the logic of, is this the right thing to do? What would be the consequences on myself and on others if I do this? Is it fair? So you can take a step that you know is coming from that wise self. You go through that process. Yeah. On the other side of our theme, we have the word courage. Um, but very similar terms on confidence and courage, but mga nuances, my differences. Courage is sometimes such a big word, right? Parang, you have the courage to pursue your dreams or like courage to fight for what you believe in. Parang it's such a big 
um, concept. But if you if you break it down, sometimes I feel what gets in the way of being courageous, kumbaga, is a particular mindset. So are there particular mindsets that we can shift so that we can stand on the side of courage? Yes, courage is an everyday practice. There is no way to courage. Courage is the way. <laughs> it's each step that we take. And one of the first things that come to mind when it comes to mindset is Growing the capacity for internal validation, because I think as a culture we're all I think we're geared towards looking for external validation. So pleasing and appeasing others is a big part of our culture. I don't know if you're familiar with the story of the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, si Dorothy, de ba? Si Dorothy natangay siya ng isang tornado to Oz, and parang she was so disoriented. It's a whole different place. And in order to come home, come back home, she needed to, she was told she needed to meet with a wizard who will solve all her problems. But eventually, when she met that wizard, it turned out to be just a projector screen. So the wizard was not really a wizard, it was a hoax. You know? And she learned later on that the wizard is within herself. You know, it's within herself. So internal validation is the capacity to trust ourselves, to listen to ourselves. Yes, we listen to others and we take their feedback, but we also develop the trust to listen to how we feel, what we need, and what our values are, so we can act on it with conviction. And we might make mistakes, but it's the only way sometimes. I think that's one of the biggest I guess, fears slash things on our mind that's keeping us from having the courage to do something is all those fears. And I know Crazy broke down the different kinds of fears that we might be feeling. I guess as a big picture thing. What are usually the things you advise in your practice when it comes to dealing with fear? It goes back to avoiding avoidance. You know, there are a lot of people who come to therapy now for, for anxiety and fear. It precedes depression as the most prevalent, you know, mental health problem. I think facing fear is important. So one of the things that we do is really help people create safe experiments, you know, to, to face their fears. For example, thinking of a client who was so afraid of showing up for interviews, trying to look for a job, because she felt like she, you know, she didn't have enough skills. We took it one step at a time. So it meant helping her understand where the anxiety is coming from, and then the practice of you know, looking for a job that matches her skills and her strengths, practicing for interviews. And then, actually yesterday, she surprised me by saying, Doc Jabby, I have a job now. I was, I have, I found a job with a, you know, with this, with a restaurant group, and I'm just so happy to share it. It's a lot of small steps, but she allowed herself to face her fears a little at a time. Yeah, actually, if there's one thing I've been learning through this whole journey of doing pano but ever since before, it's that the small steps matter. Sometimes we don't think na. Late lang naman ito. Attend ako ng paano ba ito live? Siguro, maybe one of you were thinking later, huwag na na kaya ako mag-attend. Nakakahiya. Baka tanungin ako doon. Hindi ko alam sasagunod ko. But like, it's not just little steps of showing up when your friends invite you, raising your hand when teacher calls you. Parang, 
we think wala lang, pero hindi. Meron, meron. <laughs> yeah, it adds up to something talaga, no? Yes, courage is doing our homework. It doesn't come spontaneously. Courage is, you know, courage is showing up for the everyday choices, the everyday, you know, the everyday steps we need to, it's showing up for the work, and it's, you know, being able to act on our values even in, in small ways. And I, I think the other mindset shift, just going back to that, is when we are faced with loss or collapse or an ending, like when a relationship ends or when a project seems to collapse, we can try to reframe it, reframing it from failure to it's a transition. Maybe, maybe we are, you know, something really needs to end and there's a way that we can bring this difficult experience into a new beginning. Okay, before we open the floor to some questions because we have some time for that, there's one thing here you wrote in our notes that I find interesting. You put, sometimes courage is non-action. It's not always about doing something. What do you mean? Sometimes even when you do your best, you feel like, and when you feel like you've already done your work, there are things that you can't control, right? Sometimes we've done everything we can, but there are things we cannot control. And so sometimes courage means waiting, not constantly flailing or not constantly trying to control, but having the wisdom to step back and allow the process to take place. So if you have checked the facts and if you've done your work, and there are things that you just have to see how it goes, then courage sometimes means letting be, letting be. And even if it doesn't turn out the way you expect it to, courage could mean, you know, trusting you can survive. You can trust that you can survive even if your expectations are not met. I really love how Doc Jabi is able to make complex, layered, psych concepts easier to understand and grasp, diba? Speaking with her, you know, it always leaves me with this lighter feeling, and I hope this session made you feel that too. During Paano Bata Live, we had some supers ask Doc some questions, and we wrapped up this fireside chat by asking Doc Jabi's final words for everyone working on building their courage and confidence. And this is what she said. In my experience, and, and I'm going through it even as I speak now, I feel like the deepest courage and confidence comes from compassion. Compassion to ourselves and compassion to others. Sometimes courage might start with anger, because anger gives you that impetus to feel like I can do more, or things can be better, or maybe I deserve something else. But in the end, I think what really completes that circle and what allows you to come forward with a deep sense of peace <laughs> is compassion. And you give it to yourself, but you also give it to others. So you take that step, even if you end up saying, you know, I think this is what I des this is what I deserve. I need this, or this is what needs to happen. I want it for me, and I want it for you. When I do what's really fair for me, when I do what is wise for me, I do what's wise for you. And it might not be very apparent at first, but you know, if we're really being true with that action, the compassion is for everyone. So 
you know, it ends up being a kind step. Wala siyang wake. You're not being toxic to people around you. But the act of courage is kind and compassion. A great reminder for all of us. Thank you so much. As always, Lord Dami, finally live! Thank you, As always, supers, I hope that this episode was as helpful for you as it was for me. And I would love to hear what you think. Please do tag me in your favorite takeaways and post about it on Instagram stories and on Twitter. Tag me at I am Super Bianca. And of course, also in case you aren't yet, please do follow and tag Paano ba to on Instagram. You can also join our safe space, our community of supers in our Paano ba to Facebook group. This is Paano Bito the Podcast, a Spotify exclusive produced by me, Bianca Gonzalez, and Anima Podcasts. And hey to anyone who wants to start their own podcast this 2023, check out Anchor. It's free and super easy to start your own podcast. Till our next episode, stay safe, supers, and remember that courage and confidence, it's already within you. 